What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome. Welcome to to you. Kins up with us. You know, it really feels like we're in a groove with that. Because remember when we started, I'd like to actually go back and maybe listen to when we very first started, how did we intro? Like, you know? Yeah. Because it just feels like all the inflections that we we really, that's kind of our thing. You. You. Gins up with us. We've got our dance moves dialed. Our little tango every Tuesday. Speaking of, this is old news. Your girl, Hannah. One. One. She won the Dancing with the Stars competition. Yeah, so you guys, we're recording this early because when you're listening to this, Ashley and I are going to be doing a lot of different things all around yes. the world. Really, yeah. we're going to be in the corners of, of the USA. Uh-huh. Ashley's going to be in That's Hawaii, true. and I'm going to be in Florida. Florida. Both tropical. Yeah, which right. is great. But we are recording this actually, you guys, before Thanksgiving. How cray. But we've still got really good content for you. I think you guys are going to be stoked on it. Yeah. But so that's why I said old news, thinking we could pass it off, but it's still going to be. This is going to. When are you listening to this? This is the 10th? The December 10th. Is this December 10th? Yeah. So we're, yeah, two weeks later. Anyway, whatever. Hannah B. I want to see. So one of my favorite, I used to watch Dancing with the Stars because my grandma did, and then we would talk about it. And um, so I didn't really watch this season, you know. Yeah. It just was hard. Yeah. But one of my favorite things about Dancing with the Stars was seeing the freestyle dance that they do. Oh. Have you ever watched the show? Like maybe like just here and there, you know, not like a season. Okay. Yeah. So every week they got to go on and they're like, do the tango or do the this. And they've, they have to live within rules. And then there's one dance with the three finalists that they say – do whatever you want. All bets are off. Yeah. And the the things that people bring. Oh, really? It's incredible. So I want to wow. go back. And, and that's usually the person who does the best freestyle usually wins the oh, whole enchilada. Because really? people get jazzed up. They're calling in. They're voting for their they're favorite. Saying, holy and moly. I, yeah. I bet she did really well. I haven't, haven't watched it. Oh, okay. My grandma didn't love Hannah. Your grandma and I have that so, in common. Yeah, she was most excited for this season to see Sean Spicer not do well. She wanted to see him trip and all around. Do we know how he did? I got voted off about midway through, but she was not a Sean Spicer fan. So yeah. Anyway, who are you? And what are you sipping on? I'm I'm Ashley, and I'm still boring. Water, (laughs) guys. It's sparkling water. It's the Lacroix Tangerine. I mean, it's good, but it's not alcoholic. And I was just talking to my hairdresser about this. She was like, "Any plans this afternoon?" And I said, "Recording a podcast." I was telling her about it, and I was telling her how ironic it is that the idea when we started this. Remember when we started this in summer of 2018? Yeah summer of 2018, we said, we're not going to start recording until we're a bottle deep. Yeah. And then when we actually started the podcast, you were pregnant. Yep. And then we've already covered this. Ben came out, I was getting it in. And within (laughs) that same freaking week, if not day, we swapped. Yeah. You passed the baton and I am pregnant. So we really haven't been able to sip together. I cannot wait to 
bring that back. And my, what was you were craving by the end? You were really craving old fashions. I remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm margaritas. For me, it's margaritas. Like I can't go within, you know, 10 miles of a Mexican restaurant because it's just, it's too painful it's too to not be able to have a margarita. I was thinking like, I've of been you, having yeah. beer and wine, but liquor, I just don't feel good about, you know, not like a lot of beer and wine, like maybe a glass a week or something, if that, yeah. but I don't feel good about liquor. And you just, some people think like, oh, just do virgin. You cannot do a good virgin, no. really anything, but definitely margarita. No, and you're pissed the whole time you're drinking a virgin anything because yeah. you're thinking, I'm getting this all the sugar yeah. and all the calories and I'm getting no buzz. nothing, nothing. Yeah. I thought of you yesterday because I went to uh, Imperial, which was one of our oh. little bar tops that we would frequent Fried every now chicken. and again here Did in you get a radish walks into a bar? I did. That's and your And I realized standby. I hadn't had that since before I was pregnant. <gasps> Wow. And so, oh, did it taste good. If you live here in Portland, you may or may not like this drink. It's gin-based. I'm not usually a gin fan, but this drink, I really like it. You're not as you're not a fan of it. I'm you not like no, it. no, yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. But it's I, a radish walks into a bar, so it's like it's radishy. What is it? G yeah, it's radishy. Which and it's very pretty because I think radishes are pretty and don't they put like pepper on top of it? So it's yeah. like visually appealing. But my taste palette didn't didn't love it. What yeah. are are you drinking something right now? I am drinking. So we had a rough night last night with little Ben. Ooh. He usually sleeps like a champ through the night. He's having a regression or something. I don't know or teething. Yeah. An all-time rant is that, you know, babies can only tell you so much. You know, you, right. you can't really tell mm -hmm. you. So we woke up, we saw on the outlet, went deep deep sleep and then just awake, just boom you know, at 1am. Yeah. And yeah. I don't remember us having a night like this since he was a newborn, newborn, mm. where it just was a lot of comforting, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. They say like, don't feed them right away when they wake up at this stage, like give them just a couple oh. minutes, see if they can self-soothe. Okay. You know, he's over six months now. So we did the diaper change, put him back down. That didn't work. The only thing that when I fed him twice, you know, cause this went on, he yeah. was up from one until 4am. You know, and then so you guys were up for even longer. Yeah, we probably woke up at one, but then couldn't fall back asleep right away. Yeah, until like four thirty, and then we were up early to get him ready to go to daycare. Mm -hmm. No fever. He seemed to be acting fine today, so I'm guessing it was something else. But yeah. he, as soon as we put him down in the crib, he'd start crying. It only was mm. effective if we were holding him, which who knows? But anyway, I'm dragging a little bit, so that was a tangent. But I. When I I'm, when I'm not well rested, I feel like I'm very vulnerable to the world, and so I yes. I loaded up on liquid IV today. Oh, actually, I've got a big good. old the passion fruit kind, mm -hmm. and I'm chugging it to make Smart. sure I'm keeping my hydration high, at all time yeah. high right now. You know, yeah. Speaking that's a of smart all way to time go. highs, oh yeah, I'll tell you what makes me high: reading reviews <laughs> from you guys, five star. They're only. just five star only. Hashtag five star. Hashtag five star. Here's a review from Kim Dully. Oh, good. Five star. I love the subject line. I was skeptical, but I love this show. <gasps> I also want people to tell us, okay, this is a really quick side thing. First of all, why was she skeptical? But also, how did people find us? I would love, yeah. like, you know, just randomly, I don't know how we get this information. How did you find us? And also if you were skeptical, why, 
You know, was it yeah. the name? Like you're not a drinker. And so you didn't like, and then also what converted you? I just want to know everything. We need to do a study into our listeners. I need to do a deep do... dive into yeah. figuring you guys out, the SIP squad. Right. Don't you feel like that's oh. like interesting information? I agree. We need all of it. And I wonder if there's an easy way to correlate. Though my first thought was Instagram. But then right. are we just getting people who found us on Instagram? Are we catching right. people who for some reason don't follow us on Instagram, but our podcast now, people. That, that would be a, 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 a crying miracle. Shame. Yeah. I mean, oh, those are two that, opposite things. Not following but us I on Instagram. Like, yeah, it's a crying shame if you're not. But also, how did you find us if it was not via Instagram? Because I feel like that's really where we've been spreading the word. Mm, see, and I bet but that then, there's a good handful of people who heard her. from a friend. Okay. We'll have anyway, to do carry on with Skeptical Kim. Skeptical Kim. So I was skeptical if I would like this show or if it would just be two girls talking about stupid stuff. I follow You Can Sip With Us and Ashley on Instagram and love their content, but I still wasn't sure if what I saw on IG would translate well into a podcast. I was wrong. I listened to all episodes back to back to back. I wish there was more already. These girls are hilarious, and I feel like we could be instant besties. It's totally worth listening to. Thank you. <gasps> That's great. Skeptical Kim turned true believer. Yeah, tried and true. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I could listen to you read those all day. You know really? what else I could listen to? Ooh. Well, really anything with... Raycon. You guys have heard us talk about Raycons and how much we love them. Did you know, though, that they're half the freaking price of other premium wireless earbuds? I don't know, guys. They just released their best model yet, the E25s. Ugh. Six hours of playtime, mm -hmm. Bluetooth pairing, more bass. I mean, who doesn't want more bass? And a All more compact that design base. that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. They're so comfortable, perfect for on the go listening, for taking phone calls, walking the dog, flying around, really doing anything. Your Raycons are going to fit into your life. And I mean, we've talked about this before, but I also love that they're wireless. Like there's no dangling wires or stems, which makes it super easy and discreet. Plus, yep. I mean, it was co-founded by Ray J and Cardi B. Oh, crrr. they're good. obsessed with, that was with Raycons. Wow. So pick up a pair and see for yourself what the hype is all about. It is the time to get the latest yeah. and greatest from Raycon at 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash sip. That's buyraycon.com slash sip for 15% off Raycon's wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash sip. Okay. And moving right along into traditions that you need to know about. Festive, festive shit. It's tis the season. To folks. tradition. So Ash and I were talking on one of our episodes. I don't know if it was on Patreon or here. I think it was Patreon, actually. And we were saying we have traditions, but we need more. More. And what was? Because also the, the traditions that we have are kind of our family traditions, mm -hmm. but now we're creating our own families. So I want to create my own traditions. Yeah. But I don't really know where to start or what some good ideas are, you know? Right. So we thought we would share a tradition that we have that we like 
And then we went on to Instagram and we asked the squad, hey, tell us your favorite traditions because we're going to straight up steal them. And we got Mm -hmm. a ton of responses. And so we'll share all of these here with you live. But Ash, do you have a tradition that you love? The only... No, I don't actually. I feel like because growing up, the only real like tradition thing that we had was the day after Thanksgiving, we would do a cookie baking day and we would make it was all the girls and the guys would be watching football or whatever. I don't know what they were doing. I think football. And we would make probably 15 different kinds of cookies and like a shit ton of them, you know, Mm. doubling the batches and tripling. Oh, yeah. And it was really fun when I was little. But as I grew up, it's a lot of work. And I would rather other people cook and I drink and then just eat all the things. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like that's a tradition I'm going to continue. And then other than that, we didn't really have traditions. Like there aren't, there wasn't like, you know, we go Christmas, go look at Christmas lights with hot chocolate or like there wasn't something that we did every year for Thanksgiving and other than just hanging out with the like your usual stuff, you know, stockings and da, da, da. So I loved my holidays growing up, but I think that's why I'm also so desperate to find traditions that I love that are going to be special for my kids because I don't really feel like there's any that I'm carrying into my adulthood. I hear you. Sounded like you, when we talked about this, I think it was on Patreon, you did have some, you know, you make cinnamon rolls and you watch Home Alone and like things. Yeah, we have a couple things. So what is a tradition you do that you are going to continue? Well, I've got Chris on the tradition bandwagon and not that he wasn't before, but I I don't think he understood how serious I was about it. And so Mm -hmm. we started Mm -hmm. keeping a notepad, like a note in his iPhone that is just labeled traditions. So anything that we're dedicated to start and then before every holiday, we go back through to remind ourselves that it's a tradition because sometimes it can take a couple years before you remember your own traditions right. that you're, if especially right. when you're starting fresh like us. Right. And it's kind of trial and error. Like, let's test this out, see how we like Get, it. Kick the tires you on know. this tradition. Is it yeah. going to stick or not? Is it worth bringing back? Mm-hmm. So cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning has been great. I do love that idea. That is happiness on a pan. Mm-hmm. We did do a tradition that we didn't do last year or the year before, but I want to bring it back this year. We did Christmas Eve pizza because Christmas Eve is there's some stuff going on you're wrapping get you're doing you know you're on the move maybe and there was something about pizza on christmas eve that felt kind of fun so i want to bring that back this year well i kind of like that yeah that's nice we do bake and my favorite cookie recipe my favorite cookie period of all time peanut butter blossoms you guys don't just make any old peanut butter blossom recipe. You've got to go to the New York Times recipe. Just Google New York Times peanut butter blossom. Oh, that's like see, and I only have them during Christmas, and I make them myself. And that's like seeing an old friend, an old Wait a family minute. member. What are those? Are those those round things? And then you put a Hershey kiss in the middle. Round things, delicious buttery like cookies peanut and then butter the cookie. Hershey kiss. Perfectly, just soft and delish with a Hershey kiss right in the middle. Oh, and you know what? There's a lot of peanut butter blossoms out there that you'll have that are not nearly as good as this recipe. So if you think you don't like peanut butter blossoms, try this recipe and then come back to me. Your peanut butter blossoms are good, the peanut butter part. My issue, because those are usually a part of your holiday cookie drop, Mm -hmm. I feel like. My issue with the peanut butter blossoms then is I feel like if I were to make them, I would maybe put the Hershey Kisses in the oven with the cookies for like the last minute of the cookie bake or something. Because I feel like it's such a 
departure, Dense. the textures. Yeah. You know, it's like a, it's like your hard chocolate and then the mushy cookie. And I want it to be a softer experience. Well, all, there's two strategies you know. here, Ash. Mm-hmm. The okay. first is when you eat it, you have to perfectly make sure that your mouth is positioned to get a little bit of the Hershey kiss and a mm-hmm. bite of the cookie. So it's like drinking an Irish but it's cream. hard. Coffee. Like you have to like, that's okay. You know, really no. bite Here's into the, other the Hershey strategy. kiss instead of just sinking You dunk softly. it in your coffee in the morning and it is divine. Okay. I love okay. a good dunker experience. Yes. Even I yes. don't even like now shortbread that, cookies. I, those yeah. like biscuit shortbread oh, cookies. I love oh, me some I shortbread. Dunk those puppies. Oh, baby. I'm a dunkaroo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Let's Sorry, see what on. how the squad oh, is celebrating, shall we? Mm-hmm. Did you have the other reason I think I didn't have a lot of traditions was because we my parents divorced when I was little and every other year, like one year I was with my mom, one year I was with my dad. And we'd always fly to Arizona when it was with my dad to be with his family. So it wasn't like something we did every, you know, it was like every other year I was with a different person who did things differently. So that might be another reason why we didn't have traditions. But like some people, you know, they open one present on Christmas Eve or some people get stocking like John, John's family. I don't want to do what they did. They opened all their presents on Christmas Eve and then did nothing on Christmas morning. And then it was like, so then for him, Christmas is not even a big deal. Like that was a big point of contention in our beginning of our marriage because of our relationship, because I, there was so much magic in all of the holidays and events for me. And he would like want to like fly or try. And I'm like, we don't fly on Christmas. Are you crazy? You know, like, this is about family and we're, yeah. So anyway, Anyway, I'm excited to hear these because I need... Is John in the Christmas spirit now? Is he on board with... No. Really? I was like, I bought this little tree. It was only $25 at... Yeah. uh, It's like a three-foot tree at Target, and I decorated it, and I put it in our bathroom. It's one of those old kind of bathrooms. They remodeled it, but where the the tub is in the corner and there's like a huge landing Mm -hmm. in the corner of the... You know? And so it's perfect for a little Christmas tree. So I put that there and... It's in our, you know, our master. And I was like, oh, God, don't you just love that tree? And he was like, uh, sure. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I don't care about those things. And I, like, our, I've, you know, decorated the whole house. And I'm like, oh, I just love it. It's so cozy. And he, like, it just, like, if the tree's unplugged, he doesn't. I'm, I'm like, let's, the tree needs to be yeah. on from sunup to sundown. The only time it can be off is when we're sleeping. And he, like, if it was, if I weren't here, he wouldn't probably turn the trees on. Like, he doesn't really care about wow. any of it. And it's crazy to me because I love it so much. So, you know, he's indulging me and he's going to put the lights up this year. We were going to outsource that, but it's very expensive. It is. And yeah. Oh my God. We've been getting quotes. It's Mm -hmm. highway robbery. My jaw's still on the floor about it. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing was, Chris, you know, you can't do this. You're a father now. These roofs are high. And now I'm like, you know, maybe you should do this. Maybe you could do this. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) You should just go ahead. Well, and I told John, I was like, I'm going to get some quotes. He was like, do it. I don't want to, I don't want to put lights up. And I was like, okay. And then I got the quotes and I told him and he was like, what were your quotes? "Uh, Well, I think I could probably do it. So it was 750 to 800 for just the roof line. Yes. And then per like bush that they were going to decorate was like 125 to 175 depending I guess on the size of the bush I'm like we just are buying a net to put over the bushes like you know one of those net lights or whatever um so it's just and then it's like you know you're not 
you don't own these things. So right. you're just paying of like a thousand dollars put up and take down to rent basically yeah. yeah and so then he was joking last night that we went to home depot and we bought five hundred dollars worth of christmas lights and i'm like yeah but then we have them forever you know mm -hmm. so we need to you know what we need we need somebody who will put up our own christmas lights yeah like we need a uh -huh. little like high school boy or something who's like willing to risk his life for yeah hardly any money right you know, right. like here, I'll exactly give you, what we I'll need. give you two fifty. Hang all this shit up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, and he'd be like, "Fine, all right." Yeah. Here are the Sip Squad traditions. There were a lot of really good ones. A lot of pajamas. I'm not going to read, you know, pajamas because that's that's very common. Mm -hmm. But th I thought this one was cute. Natalie, Natalia, <laughs> we dance around the tree, holding hands and singing Christmas carols. It's amazing. That sounds like a fun family. Holding mm. hands and your face. You don't like it to does sing. not. Well, I don't want to hold hands around and dance around a Christmas tree. Absolutely. What about after having a few Spanish coffees? No. And holding hands. And also and my tree's always Swift. like, and my tree's never in the middle of the room. So I'm not sure how you dance around it. <laughs> it always feels like it's in a corner or up against a window or up against a wall. And it feels like, how do you dance in circles around it? What about going to other people's houses and caroling? I've tried it. It's not, not, that's not for me either. No. <laughs> okay. This a is, lot of so people going to be a hard sell on these this traditions. Is this, you is guys. this is good. This is good. This is good. Which ones pass the Ashley test? We yeah, should get John yeah. in here. And if he gets excited, then you know, like, it's <laughs> right. a no fail solution. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Christmas Eve dinner ideas lasagna and red velvet cake. I like the specificity of that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, somebody does not just making cookies but a competition with the family on cookies. So like a food network type situation, right. maybe a blind taste test could be fun, you know? Okay. Movies on Christmas Eve, PJ's Fine. popcorn Everyone movies does that. on Christmas Eve. Everyone does that and the jammies, I feel like. Okay. We pick a new ornament for each other each year. Something that reminds us of that person. Okay. That's kind of cute. Okay. <laughs> so far, thought. I'm not adopting of any of these. Okay. okay. Christmas morning, monkey bread. Have you ever had monkey bread? I have, and I love it. I've never had it, I don't think. I need to but figure out that's – now, this is the kind of stuff that's up my alley, eating and drinking traditions. Well, Those then you're going to the like what I'm into. this is from Kara. She said, Christmas morning, monkey bread and mimosas, and that has a ring to it. You know, yeah. monkey and mimosas. Monkey yeah, you around. know, the, here's my d dilemma. Gluten. So you I are gotta a find, I am a tough sell because I've got to find some way. Like there's this one girl who I follow on social media and she said for every holiday, like birthdays, everything, she makes this blueberry like bread pudding or something for breakfast and it looks so good. And I was like, I love that tradition. Like it's for every holiday, but it's like, okay, but the gluten. So I, and then you said cinnamon rolls and I thought, oh, that's great. Oh, is it possible to get good gluten-free cinnamon rolls? You know, or I do I just know. maybe, maybe Christmas is a day that I just say, give me some digestive enzymes to yeah. hell with it. I'm going to go in on this, you right. know? Maybe that's, that, your maybe that's body. my tradition. Like Jesus Christ. Digestive enzymes. Here's my tradition. Sorry okay. for anyone who's yeah. offended by the religious yeah. joke. Okay. Jesus Christ. You know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you heard of a game called, someone said, playing pooping quarters. So much mm. fun. No. Pooping 
quarters. Okay, so is this... I've never heard it called pooping quarters, but there is a game I played at a family reunion one time where you put a quarter between your butt cheeks and you have to walk across <laughs> the room and like drop it into a cup or something like that. <laughs> no. So what? we played that. Yeah. And that's kind of what that sounds like, pooping quarters. Like what if you're wearing jeans? Then you get naked in front of your family. Wow. No, I don't know. Then you just give yourself a wedgie. I can't. I don't know. I don't remember. Somebody wrote, we make donuts on Christmas Eve from scratch. Whoa. That's cool. Good for you. I've never made donuts from scratch. I didn't even know you could make donuts. That's great. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) You know, like, great. Somebody put a candlelight dinner sometime before Christmas. I don't know if I've ever had a dinner where we've turned off all the lights and it's just candles, like a power outage. Okay. you know, extra cozy cove. Yeah, my first thought was like, mm, boring. And then my second thought is, actually, that could, if you did like a ton of candles, yeah, that could be a really fun little thing to do. All right, I'm Make writing like that one down. Candlelit dinner. It's like a, uh, yeah, candlelit dinner. You know what? Maybe chili and cornbread. That's kind of more fall, but yeah. stew doesn't sound good to me. So, well, like but a cornbread does. Meaty stew. Okay. Either way, isn't that what stew is? Stew doesn't sound good to me. Well, but I mean like a meaty one. Not like what stew is, you know? It's like same, same. Still doesn't Just sound stew good. on it a little more. Just <laughs> on Christmas Eve, we make reindeer food with the kids for them to sprinkle in the yard before bed. I don't know how you make wouldn't reindeers. But that's cute though, you know, like doing something with the kiddos, little magic of the season. Yeah. Feed the, the only reindeer. thing I felt like it was like pretzels. Green and red M&Ms and white chocolate, you know, it's like all mixed. Is that, I feel like that's been called reindeer food, but then Mm. it seems like you wouldn't want that in your yard. So maybe they're making like bird food, reindeer food things. I don't know. What do reindeers eat, you know? Right. That's the, that's the burning question here. Mm -hmm. Delivering presents to families who can't afford gifts for their kids. Yes. And I love that. that But I wonder how you get like a list of that or like how that information is shared, you know? Right. Like, yeah, because last year, that's what I wanted to do was adopt a family and I didn't know how. Yeah. So if anyone knows mm-hmm. how to find yeah, out how, do how to that? make how to do that, then we'll share it. Yeah. Did I already say this? A lot of competitions for like gingerbread house making. Oh, nope. You didn't say that. OK, one moment. I'm scanning a scratch lottery tree. I don't really know what that is, but that I'm sounds not sure either. I, I'm intrigued. OK. OK. One moment. I'm scanning some more. Have mm. you heard any or read any you're going to adopt this year? Have I read any I'm going to adopt? Traditions. Oh, well, I might try and make monkey bread. Chrissy Teigen has a recipe for it. That sounds fun. You're going to do monkey bread instead of cinnamon rolls? No, or in I might do to... both. Or like monkey bread wow. on Christmas Eve or something. Cinnamon rolls. On. Okay. I don't know if that's too much. but Or maybe monkey bread on New Year's. Space it out a little bit, but it seems festive. Mm-hmm to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, my mm-hmm. mom and I always make the prettiest chocolate martinis on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Stockings first, then Norwegian pancakes with all the different toppings for breakfast. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. And then you do presents after that? Uh-huh. I like that. Wake up on Christmas, make bourbon eggnog with cinnamon rolls, and watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Great movie. What? On Christmas morning, you watch that? That's a great movie. 
I mean, after you open gifts, just having it on in the afternoon. Yeah, maybe after. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what she means. I'm going to implement bourbon eggnog into my Christmas morning. That is a good combo with cinnamon rolls. Oh, you like, you like eggnog? Oh yeah, I'll I'll screw with some nog. Uh huh. Okay. Are you not an eggnogger? No. Did I tell you about the drink that I I saw on the macro barista guy? That's the Instagram page you recommended. Mm -mm. He's recommending a cinnamon dolce americano. With a splash of eggnog as a uh, oh a little Starbucks bevy. And then someone recommended to me today, because I talked about Starbucks last week or a couple weeks ago, they recommended getting a cold brew coffee with cream, but instead uh, with the cold cream, but sub out the vanilla for peppermint or do like a peppermint and vanilla combo. Ooh, so ooh, it's a really uh-huh. like crisp, delicious peppermint mm-hmm. coffee okay the husband and i buy each other new underwear practical or sexy wow for christmas fine that's a tradition that's okay that's hey we asked for it and we're getting it no i know it's just like yeah we take out an old record player and listen to old christmas music on it okay yeah. a lot of driving around looking at christmas lights yes candy cane milkshakes with homemade sugar cookies on christmas eve wow wow that's a real that sounds wrapping Mm -hmm. books and wrapping 24 books and opening one each night to read before bed with my kiddo her 18 month old we watch all the harry potter movies between thanksgiving and christmas and drink butterbeer Okay, flaming ice cream. Ice cream topped with sugar cubes soaked in peppermint extract, then lit on fire. Wow. That sounds like I just want to see a video of that. Whoever wrote that, send us a video when you do it, please. Okay, we do a sibling scavenger hunt for a pickle ornament. What's a pickle ornament? Probably an ornament shaped like a pickle. But is that, or is that like a different thing? Like a pickle ornament? I don't know. And earn cash with each clue. Sounds elaborate. Okay. Are you, you're unimpressed here. We're. Me? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting down to the bottom of the barrel here. Okay. At Christmas Eve, we drink 40s cheap ass beer and eat gas station nachos. Ew. While watching It's a Wonderful Life. God. No. Oh, my God. You'll like this one. Oyster (laughs) stew on Christmas Eve. Oysters, ash, not meat. What do you know? Oyster stew? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Our kids pick out an ornament each year. I love seeing how they evolve. This is another one. Oh, no, that's the same screenshot. Okay, we're we're almost through these. Okay, watching Hallmark movies and baking Christmas treats. I'm not a Hallmark movie gal. Mm -mm. Do you watch those like made-for-TV type? Not a chance. Yeah. Drinking my grandma's Ramos fizzies. Here's the recipe. Ice cream, Sprite, lemon lime concentrate, and vodka. I bet that's good because old people know what's up. So Chris's grandpa used to do, we'd go over to his house and he'd give uh, whiskey and squirt was his drink that he served up. Okay. Okay. I bet this this is one of those things that doesn't sound great, but when you do it and if an old person gave it to you and was like, Merry Christmas, you'd drink it and you'd like it. But the problem is, can you have one or multiple? Because I like to have multiple drinks and that sounds just really sweet to me. It does, but I bet it's good. Like it sounds like, yeah, maybe for one. For one. For a little for a little starter. Yeah. Painting ornaments for the tree each year. Here's one. This one came up a couple times. Bingo. Family bingo. After breakfast and gifts, my family always plays bingo. I think that sounds fun. I think mm-hmm. that would be fun 
for any like family get together, mm-hmm. like Thanksgiving or Christmas type deal or New Year's Day bingo. I don't know. Chinese food on Christmas Eve always every year. Do you like Chinese food? I know you like P.F. Chang's. Really? Like any old Chinese food restaurant? No. P.F. Chang's. Okay. So Chinese food is P.F. Chang's to you. (laughs) Great. Like if I was going to get Chinese food, it would have to be from P.F. Chang's. Okay. A lot of hot cocoa. I'm skimming because there's a lot of like decorating cooking. The same. Mm -hmm. We have an apple salad that's like a dessert, but you eat it at supper. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Flipping the script. Let's eat dessert for dinner. Kids handprint on the back of the tree skirt. That would be fun every year. The little handprint gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Someone else is making monkey bread on Christmas. This is the very last mm-hmm. rummy tournaments. I'd be down for that. Do you like playing that, games? Yeah. Oh, Colleen. Not Do you know ga- who you're talking to? Like rummy type, like games like yeah, that. Card games and stuff. Yeah. That's what. That's that what actually. At. That is what had turned into our tradition. My aunt and uncle used to host every Christmas Eve, and they would always do a different worldly cuisine. So, like, one year it would be Mexican, one year it would be Japanese, one year it would be, you know, Indian or something, and then game game night. And that was always really fun. Yeah. I think what I really need to figure out is – Because a lot of those traditions, like, I don't want to create work for myself. So (laughs) I feel like a lot of those traditions sound like work. Effort. Or boring to me. So what I really am looking for is I want a a tradition of what we drink, what we eat, and what we play or something like that. Like, because I just, I don't want to make cookies. I don't want to make reindeer food or ornaments i don't want to dance around a christmas tree holding hands like i would like to play board games with christmas music playing while getting drunk that's what i would like yeah you know oh i hear you so last year i did make and i said i was going to make this every year whatever that fit that drink what i can't remember what it's called but it was the blend i talked about it last holiday season it's juiced pineapple mint jalapeno cilantro and then you mix it with simple syrup yeah. lime juice and vodka remember so i made that last year and served it with a strawberry and a marshmallow because that's a little santa hat the drink is green and then you sip and it's like a fresh like it's a fresh juice yeah. so i think that's going to be a thing that i do every year because it's very like fresh and delicious plus it's christmas colors but I got to come up with the food. I like your idea of pizza on Christmas Eve because it's easy. You're right. Easy. Who wants to cook? It's Christmas Eve pizza. It's Christmas Eve pizza. And then I got to figure out a Christmas morning thing to eat. And maybe that's my trick. Because, of course, I want to go look at Christmas lights. And I want to, you know, do go stockings. Get a tree and, and drink hot Like, I want to do those. Those, don't, those aren't really traditions, I feel like. Those are just, like, thing, like those are just holiday yeah. getting in the spirit for me. I don't know. But I didn't – the only thing I wrote down is candlelit dinner. Okay. So there's candlelit dinner. I'm incorporating uh, – we're drinking bourbon on Christmas You're, morning. Yeah. I'm going to do You're that. doing bourbon nog. I think I'm going to try to make a monkey bread. I'll see where that fits into the mix. I'll see. Yeah. I don't know where yet. I'm not, I'm not knocking cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. I also really like doing a tournament of games. Like, well, yeah. we used to do that on New Year's Drunk Eve. Olympics. We would we do Drunk Olympics, but mm-hmm. something like that, like getting out bingo or 
figuring out um, – I don't have Rummy, but like figuring that out. So Drunk Olympics, for those of you who want to play, is, and this is something John made up with all his like guy friends. Best. So fun. You basically play, you get in teams and you play all the bar games. So like we would play pool, of course, darts, shuffleboard, the buck shooter or whatever Uh that thing is. Anywhere that a bar's, yeah, the big buck. And you were pretty good at that, weren't you? Uh, I was terrible. Yeah, Chris was better, but I was also good ski ball like you just find bars that have games at them and then you just bounce from the bars and you play and you play as teams and then you know so I wasn't blown away by any of these things but I am blown away by care of vitamins Mm -hmm. you guys because it is I mean especially this time of year it's easy to fall off track we all know with your health and wellness and fitness routine but Care of is there to help you supplement that you go online, you take a little quiz, five minute quiz, answer easy questions about, you know, just your life, diet, what your needs are. And then you get a researched backed recommendation of vitamin supplements and or protein powders you need mm-hmm. uh, based on your personalized quiz. And I also love that you can, so it's a monthly subscription, but you can change it as your needs change. So currently pregnant soon to be not. And, you know, I just, I I change my supplement recommendations as my sleeping needs or immunity needs or, you know, fetus making needs change. And you can do the same. Yeah. Guys, experience the care of difference. It makes it, they make it so easy to see where they source their ingredients from. You're only going to get the highest quality. I love getting the little tiny packets of the vitamins that are just mm-hmm. right for me. They Personalized, put little cute they say, quotes. They say little, your name on there. Yeah. They give you a little packs. something to chew on, a little mm-hmm. thought-provoking thing of the day. I'm on this big trip I'm about to go on. It's going to be so easy to just throw those in my suitcase. You guys, make it happen for yourselves. Okay, Mm -hmm. you can go right now and get 25% off of your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter SIP. That's 25% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com, entering SIP. 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 All right. Speaking of sip, it's time to give our two sips. Oh, yeah. So uh, you guys gave us your ideas. We're going to give a few sip squad folks ours. And let me just say, if you're in any kind of predicament in your life, if you want to know our thoughts on something totally random, Mm -hmm. email us at youcansipwithus at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail. Okay? Just go to our Instagram bio. There's a call button there. Click the call button. And uh, give us a ring and tell us what's going on. So our very first situation here is from Kayla. Who wants to remain anonymous. Yeah, right. (laughs) I always do that. (laughs) Subject, help with the hubby. Hello, Sip Squad. I would love to get your input on how to get my husband to fall in love with me again. 
By no means do I feel like our marriage is horrible, but I just don't feel like he's putting effort into our relationship. We have been together for six years in August and married for three. We have young children and I have started a health journey. I feel like I've grown as a person. I've gained more self-love and appreciation for life, but I feel as though he's in more of a negative way of thinking. And instead of Mm. trying to put in effort to make things better, he just says, I wish blank would happen or I wish we could do X, Y, Z. I've suggested personal development things or trying to do things as a couple to help build our relationship, but he has in all caps, zero interest. I find myself being the one to give a kiss or a hug. He can barely meet me halfway. I feel like I do everything as far as parent duties, cooking, cleaning, and finances. He handles outside work, but he's constantly making comments that he does everything. I definitely feel our communication could be improved, but he doesn't come from a background of that. I've brought it up to his mom. She says, keep trying. I just feel like he's bored or uninterested in our life together, and I want to get those sparks flying again. What are your two sips? Thanks and much love. Okay. My first thought is, well, my very first thought was you probably need to go to counseling. I really just feel like couples therapy shouldn't be a stigmatized thing. It should be really like a required thing for all relationships just to figure out kind of each other's needs and hot buttons and sticking points and whatever. The other thing I'm thinking is what is he doing for himself that makes him happy? Because it sounds to Mm. me like he might not be disinterested in you and your marriage. He might be disinterested in life. And I think, you know, I, I kind of feel like John and I went through that a little bit where I found this, well, I was working at what I thought was my dream job at Nike. And then I found this, so that was good. You know, work-life balance at Nike was great. Whereas he was working at a job he didn't love. And then I found this other thing that I do now, the, the coaching thing on the side. And, you know, I started working on me a lot and personal development. And I felt like I was really growing And he was just kind of going through the motions and didn't really have something for him. And so there was a lot, like he used to drink a lot more. And I think that that was kind of a numbing zone out because he was on, and we've, we've just recently talked about this actually, because, um, I know another couple who is going through this right now and he's, the husband is so unhappy that he was taking it out on his wife. But when it came down to, She was like, figure this out. You're out of control or this isn't going to work. When he started working on himself and figuring out, you know, like filling his cup, because it sounds like you've got small children. He feels like he's doing everything. Like, what is he doing for himself? Is he doing anything besides things for the family and working? Is he filling his cup up with something, you know, and it sounds like you are, you found something. If you're doing a lot of personal growth and stuff, you found something that is filling your cup up and he might just be running on empty and taking it out on you. I don't know. I think I would talk to him about that. Like, does he need to get out of the house and go golfing once a week or, you know, take some sort of lessons. Like it's, it's really important, especially with kids. I think that each person, mom and dad get to do their own thing. Like one of the things that I do, you know, is this podcast and, 
And I have all kinds of things that are for me. And I think when John didn't have any of those things, he really struggled. And now he, he has those things. And it's important that I allow him to, yeah, yeah, you can go golfing. Yeah, go play. He's really into, uh, is it pickleball? Pickleball. He's really into that. So I think it's really important that he, your husband, finds his own passion and figure figures out how to fill his cup a little bit with things that isn't just being a dad and the to-do list person. Agree with all those things. I also think it sounds like, Kay, a lot of stuff is on your plate too. If you really are doing the bulk of the parenting and mm-hmm. housekeeping and this and that, that's too much. That's a lot. And there might be, you might need to have a come to Jesus moment with the two of you on that. Not only about everything else, but also about this because your happiness I don't know if you can sustain like a self-love journey if you're buried in your life without being able to come up for air. So you got to make sure you're asserting your needs too. And I think you got to be brutally honest. Like this isn't working for me. So if he doesn't want to talk about it, you got to let him know like we need to talk Mm -hmm. about it because this isn't I've been dancing around this and this isn't working for me. Maybe you go to a neutral place, like schedule a date night and open up and share with him. Like I've been unhappy in our marriage and, you know, I have some ideas for solutions. You know, you finding some things that are going to fill you up potentially like or just try and figure out how he's feeling, but also share with him how you're feeling because your needs are just as important as his. And I worry about you um, with everything it sounds like that's on your plate. And then also owning the stress of not enjoying your relationship right now. That's also a lot on your mental plate. Anyways, it might be helpful to like write out everything that has to get done to maintain your household and like put your names by who's doing what right now. And maybe it would be a wake up call for him that he thinks he's doing everything, but he's really not. So, or it might be good for you to see like, wow, he really is doing all these things that I don't really think about mm-hmm. mowing the lawn or taking the trash picking out, up dog poop or getting mm-hmm. the mail and all those things are happening, you know? So I think there's some of that That might be happening too. But I love all Ashley's advice and you got to be – it's time to be brutally honest with him so that you guys can start to get somewhere with this. Yeah. Were you going to add another Just that like when you were reading it, her thing, I was like, man, this guy sounds like a dick and she's like – you know, how can I get him to fall in love with me again? And I'm like, what are you? It doesn't sound like you're doing anything wrong, but that's where I'm, that's why I started thinking like, as you were reading, that's why I was like, I think this guy's unhappy with himself. And that's why he's acting Mm -hmm. this way. Because I also felt like that's what John would do to me. Like I'm doing everything and you do nothing. And I was like, I'm doing everything. What do you mean? You know, but it's because yeah. neither one of our needs were really being met. So if you have like this empty bucket that you feel like you're constantly pouring out of, and I was able to like kind of pour back into me and he wasn't. And so maybe he's yeah. an asshole or maybe he's unhappy. But I do think also right. writing down what you guys are doing, because it does sound like you're doing a lot. And I'm hoping you're not married to a dick who doesn't appreciate you and who's you're just married to someone who needs to figure out how to be a dad. Who's going through a rough patch. Yeah, yeah, who's going through it. Okay, we're going to voicemail land. Hi, Ash and Colleen. So I wanted to get your opinion on something. I am 29 years old, and I am in um, a serious relationship with a guy who I am pretty sure is the one. Um, We have talked about moving in together, but I am a little bit nervous because I have lived on my own um, for a couple years now. I own my own house, and he is the first boyfriend that I would be living with. Um, so I'm a little scared about a lot of things, one of which is giving up my independence. 
So no. If you guys could talk to your younger selves before you lived with your significant others, what would be the best piece of advice that you would give? Um, just basic stuff as simple or as complex as it needs to be. Um, I'm just looking for some guidance and need to know before I pull the trigger. Love you guys. Thanks. Okay. Do you want to go first on that? Do you have ideas off the top of your head? Off the top of my head. It is important when you live with someone, and I just said this to Kayla, to assert your needs. So you're merging your two lives. And I don't know what your personality type is, but when Chris and I moved in together, we were both always trying to do things like together, like watch the same show or Mm. like whatever, which is not not even that we always wanted to, but we just kind of did. And there would be times where I would be watching something that he didn't really want to watch, but he would just watch it because I was there and I had the television or he would watch something and I wanted to go to bed and then I would just stay up late and then I would just kind of be annoyed that I was staying up late. And this is this is small problem stuff. But it was a big lesson that I'm like, man, why don't I just tell him I'm tired, I'm going to go to bed and just go to bed. Or, hey, like, this is a pet peeve of mine leaving dishes in the sink. Can we come together on this? And I think for you moving in with someone and merging your life, you probably have a lot of set things. So some things you'll have to bend on and some things you really shouldn't, but it's really going to come down to you making sure that you're in tune with yourself and letting him know what you need in a happy household for you. Because I think it's really easy to be nice when you first move in with someone and then let things kind of fester or like I remember one time I just was not Chris was doing the vacuuming and I was like oh he likes vacuuming that's great and he was like hey it would be really helpful if you would vacuum oh, every once yeah. in a while and it hit me and I was like oh my god I assumed just assumed you loved this. didn't yeah. he just assumed he liked it because he picked out the vacuum and he was always kind of doing it and then it got to a point where he was frustrated right. about it and so not letting things wait that long just be overly communicative and um, and also as you're moving in, making sure you're getting out of the house too together and continuing to date, not just becoming roommates, mm-hmm. I think is important. What's your two steps, Ash? I never really had that independence thing. So I can't imagine the added or I don't, I guess, have advice on the added layer to that you own a house and, you know, you have established like you know, a a life for yourself and a level of success. John and I like bought our first house together. I, you know, I don't know. So I think that that adds a different layer where you do feel like this is my baby that I worked really hard for. How do I then kind of bring him into this space? But that will probably just organically naturally happen. John and I moved in together early, very early in our relationship. And he was 30 when we met and I was 22. And so, and I think maybe it doesn't matter the age, but for me, I was just fresh out of college and had been used to living with roommates and kind of having to adjust to other people's needs. And he hadn't because he's 30, like eight more years of doing things John's way. So there was a lot of contention and fights and like mm. figuring it out. Like, you know, we would kind of battle over small things like the way to do laundry or one of them was I hate he used to leave the toilet seat up and I thought it was so disrespectful. And I mean, to to guys's point, he was like, well, why do I have to put it down every time? What, like, why don't you have to put it up? 
And I was like, well, I mean, fair, but also you guys poop sitting down. So like part of the time you're using, you're sitting, you know, you're sitting on yeah. the seat. So like, come on, you know, whatever. And also it's just culture. Culture it's tells just, yeah, us. Right, right. <laughs> um, the culture so rules. He, he got over that. But there were a lot of things like that that were like little just habits that each of us were in that we had to figure out who's, who's going to give on that one a little bit or where do you compromise. And so I would say if you are in like – I don't know how you and Chris were the first year that you lived together, but the first year John and I lived together was really challenging just mm-hmm. because of all of those little things. And also we were on different schedules. Like I was working a regular Monday through Friday day, like, you know, corporate thing. And he was a chef. So he would work like evenings and weekends. And so that was really hard for us to then not become roommates to make sure we made time for ourselves and stuff. So I think that was really good advice to make sure you're not roommates getting out of the house and doing things together as a couple, but also know like there's going to be times that you're going to disagree. And I think that's just a part of it, but communicate, communicate, communicate instead of letting it fester, which is what Call said. All right. You guys have got to work to stay in love, but let us tell you about something else you'll love. Third, love. And your boobs will love. Your boobs are going to love these. Your long boobs. Your long boobs are going to find the perfect fit for them because third love does bras differently. You guys, third love believes that every woman should feel comfortable and confident every single day with the right kind of support to help the hoo-hahs. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. listen, with third love, you go and you take a a little quizzy quiz. You answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Over 15 million women have taken the quiz to date. Takes less than a minute or so to complete. And you guys, if you get your bra and you wear it, wash it, put it to the test and don't love it, you've got 60 days to return it. Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Ugh. Okay. Tis the season. Hands for, down. Forgiving, but also giving to yourself because you're going to love it. You know, you're not going to Absolutely. Love your straps mm. aren't going to slip. No. Oh, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Tagless labels, no itching. And you guys, they, like we said, donate all of their gently used bras to women in need. So far, Third Love has donated over 15 million bras. And Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. If you go yep. to thirdlove.com slash sip right now to find your perfect fitting bra and you'll get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sip for 15% off today. Ding, ding. Time for All right. Time to rant and rave. rave. Okay. You want me to rant? I got to rant. I got to rant. Great. So I went shopping at an actual store the other day, which is foreign to yeah, me because right. I don't really love doing that anymore. Yep. I'm just mm-hmm. an online gal. So I was perusing around the old Bridgeport Village here in Oregon, and I popped into Gap Baby because I was trying to find a little something for Ben for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I just thought, man, I just want a little shirt. So I'm at the store. I pick out a little something. And I think, oh, this will look good for him. A little little plaid shirt and a little pair of jeans. I go up to the cash register, perfectly nice person helping me. And she said, you know, can I interest you in reward points today? And I said, no, no, I'm going to pass. You know, I always mm-hmm. feel like bad when I say I'm going to pass that mm-hmm. I don't want the credit card or whatever. And then she says, okay, well, let me get your email to make sure you get 
these points. And I'm like, mm. okay. And I give my email. And my rant is that it's this is a rant on myself. I hate getting asked for my email whenever I go to a physical store to buy something. And I hate even more that I always give it to them. I don't say, no, I don't want to receive mm -hmm. 1,500 emails that I'm going to get frustrated with mm -hmm. every day and then have to figure out how to unsubscribe mm -hmm. and then type in my email to unsubscribe. But this really, like, why don't I just have the gusto to be like, I'm not going to give you my email. Or Look, I, I, lady, I'd like if I wanted yeah. this company to have my email, I would have shopped online. Why do you think I'm here in the store? Yes. You know? We, yeah. And it's every time, oh, let me just get here. Oh, just put in your email so we can move forward with oh, the transaction. Okay. Like the mining that is going yeah. on just to get so on their So you're telling list. me we can't move forward if you don't get my private information? What if yeah. you just started getting like extra aggressive? Well, my you're lawyer will find this, this interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my lawyer, Ashley, will find this <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> According to the contract of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. What's your rant? Well, actually, my rant was going to be something, but you just reminded me, speaking of lawyer. I don't know. This what? is going to be, doesn't make what? sense probably. But so I have this, I, I've put up a transformation photo and I have, I have two photos. Well, I've got a few photos that have gone viral. So lots of people have seen them. One was a, you know, this one where I was standing up trying to pose and like catch my body looking a certain way. Nothing. The camera was not capturing it. So I was like, F this. Like, why am I, why am I wasting my time and breaking my back to try to make my body look a certain way when, when I'm sitting, this is what I look like. So then I did a side by side standing, sitting. And this was, you know, several years ago, three years ago or something like that. And then I've got some other ones that I've put up because I am in the like health and wellness business. So, and, and there are companies that I notice that take my photo and say like, hashtag body by Arbon or hashtag body, but like whatever. And I'm like, mm. no body by dirty, dogs. you know, whatever. But you saw this yesterday. So, and, and people send me that and I'm like, well, I don't really care. Like if you want to sell your product by being a liar, that, fine, go ahead. Cause it's just these small, you know, it's just people tr and they probably don't even know that I didn't use Arbonne. They probably like, like someone gave them the photo. One person decided to use it. And then every, all these other people saw it and thought, Oh, I can use this. I don't know. It's just not something I'm really like, I don't care about. It's not a hill I want to die on. Is that what they say? So I'm just like, yeah. whatever, you know? So I get, I get those weekly from people like, Hey, this person's using this to sell your stuff yesterday someone sends me a link and she was like, Hey, I was going on this website to like for Botox or something like that. It's a med spa. And she's like, this MD is using your picture to sell liposuction. And she sends me the link and I go on there. It's this MD doctor med spa in New Jersey. And it's the wow. photo that isn't even a before and after. It's the one where I was sitting and stand. It's a two second transformation, right? Here I am standing up here. I am sitting down. My body looks different because all of our bodies do when we're sitting versus standing. And I would, and I don't know, like, I think, so he's, I'm on this liposuction website in the, you know, this photo, they did not ask for my permission to use. It's not a transformation. Obviously it's not from liposuction. And I feel like I should, 
find a lawyer. I don't know. People were like, you should sue over that. But I'm like, is that how much work is that? I don't even know where to start with that. But then I'm like, well, maybe I could make a lot of money because I could say it's defamation of my brand. If people start, you know, whatever that he like hurt my brand because. Well, it's the exact opposite of the point you were trying to prove. Right. Which is acceptance. Yeah. You don't have to fix your body. You just get to live and exist. Yeah. Don't sell your liposuction surgery. That in this world we live in, there's a lot of things that can deceive you. Yes. So don't go running to your plastic mm-hmm. surgeon because you see this thing on Instagram yes. that was cooked up for you to mm-hmm. try and strive for unattainable things. It is down today. So, he took it yeah. off. So I think uh, some people messaged me and said, oh, I, I sent them a message yesterday or whatever. So it's down off the website. So I'm not sure I'm going to do anything about mm-hmm. it at this point because it just sounds like a lot of work. But to Colleen's point, you know, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Don't believe like even the, who is it? I was somehow deep diving into Ronda Rousey. Do you know who Ronda Rousey is? Mm-hmm, so I was mm-hmm, deep mm-hmm. diving into, oh, it's because the anniversary of when Holly Holm beat her. I was deep diving in her Instagram the other day. And apparently she put up a picture that was Photoshopped and she's kind of a body positivity person and people called her out on it. And then she was like, oh, I am so sorry. My team sent sent this over photoshopped. I didn't know. But if I got a photo of me, I would know if I had been photoshopped. I would be like, my body doesn't look Mm -hmm. like that. Like you don't post that unknowingly. So I'm just saying, you know, the Kardashian, like all the things don't believe everything you see on the internet. I don't really know how to wrap that rant up. The rant is about this dude who's completely out of line, but to make it you know, relatable to you guys, I guess. Don't believe everything we need you see cease on the internet. We need cease and desist letters yes, at the ready. Immediately. Don't ask for my email. Right. And don't you dare, don't you dare. shop my photos nope. around for your own nope. benefit. Yeah. All right. I got a rave for you. This is a mini rant turned into a rave. You buy a top. You love it. You go. You get a little something on it and you go to look at the cleaning instructions and it says dreaded three words, dry clean only. Mm-hmm. Right. But have you tried the dry cleaning at home stuff? Okay. (laughs) It's a life changer. But it's not an ad. Uh, No. Into this, there's dry cleaning. There's a couple different brands that do this. There's, you can buy it on Amazon or Target or whatever. You just go to the laundry aisle and it'll say like dry clean at home. I bought Woolite brand from Amazon and I've used a couple others. You get a little spray thing and you spray, you spot clean what you want. And then there's instructions. You like throw it in the dryer for 20 minutes with these cleaning sheets. What's the word I'm looking for? Sheets. Yes. And it's dry clean at home. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing more than I hate than just having to go to the dry cleaner and pick things up from the dry cleaner and having another task on my list. I don't buy things that say dry clean only for that purpose. It sounds like I'm about to because of what you've just, this little nugget you've given us. At home. Yeah. Right. It's a little little mini rave. That is a rave. But I had to, I'm preparing for my meeting and I oh, had yeah. all these things. I'm like, I don't have time to go to the dry cleaner. No. And then I remembered I have my silver hey, bullet now. in my laundry cupboard. Yep. Silver bullet. What indeed. is your rave, Ash? I feel like this is, you know, kind of I've talked about it and whatever. I like the Christmas decorations. But I was driving around last night and I just love all the Christmas lights. And I thought, God, I just wish we had this all year long. And then I thought, well, probably not. Because if we did, wouldn't it lose its luster? Wouldn't it be like, oh yeah, whatever. It's just lights. Like probably when streetlights were invented, people thought it was the coolest thing. And now you just drive by streetlights all the time. Like it's no big deal, you know? So I guess it is good that it's just for part of the year, but 
I feel like, you know, night is not the happiest time. Like, you know, people are like daytime. We're daytime people. Nighttime, you just kind of whatever, you're getting ready to wind up. Especially this time of year, darkness falls at 3.30. Right. Yeah. But there, it's like magic, like nighttime turned magic during the Christmas season. I just love all the houses. I love the businesses that get into it. I, it's just, you know, and someone, we live in the mountain, in the foothills, mountains, whatever. Someone's decorated the side of the mountain with Santa and angels and reindeer. I think I can't fully make out what it is. I can see one angel and then something's red. And then there's all these things circling around and there it's like in the side of the rock. And I just feel like, okay, well that used to just be black at night. And now there's all these lights it's lit up and it just feels canvas of canvas. It's a tapestry of joy and I'm grateful for it. (laughs) You know? It's like the next time we fall back and people get grumpy because the days are shorter. It's like there needs to be an asterisk that says, don't worry, Christmas lights are near. Christmas is coming. Hang in there. Yeah. Hang in there. Winter is coming, coming. but in a good way, you know? Oh, yeah. Wink, wink. Hey, speaking of, and that's a line from a show that might make your top list. And next week, you guys, we are giving you our binge-worthy TV shows. So, yeah. Stay tuned. days off, for your holiday breaks, we're going to have you covered. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. We love you. We will see you next week. Thank you. You can talk with us always. Always. And we will see you. See you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.